episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn. I'm your host, Hannah Brown. Happy to have you back in this beautiful new year. Um, it's just me today. Um, <laughs> sorry, new year, same disorganized bitch. I've had um, some difficulty finding my next couple guests, but don't worry, it's all gonna work out because it has to. Please continue to subscribe and listen. So today it's just me, but TBH, I'm all you ever need, right? Right? Um, so happy new year, y'all. Um, first, I just want to talk about my New Year's Eve and how I spent it. It was probably the most underwhelming New Year's Eve to date, which is fine by me because I'm just not really, I don't like being a part of the scene. And if I am doing something for New Year's Eve, it has to be like a house party where like, I can get a drink whenever I want, and I'm not being spilled on by strangers, and I know everybody there. That's, like, my ideal setup. So, this year I worked. Um, Last year's New Year's Eve was way worse, because I had to do Tony and Tina's wedding, and that's not the reason it was worse. It was worse because at the time I thought I was dating this guy, um, and right before Christmas we're like, let's be exclusive. And then for New Year's Eve, um, his, I'm going to air quote this, ex-girlfriend, flew all the way into Peoria from New York City to be with him and his family, um, and they went to his parents' cabin and fucked. So last New Year's Eve was really triggering and awful. So this one, like, I set the bar really low. I was like, I'm just going to fucking work. And it was kind of fun because everyone gets to dress up and it feels kind of special. And even though it's, like, busy, the vibe is, like, super mellow because it's all reservations and everyone wants to have a good time. I will say people tipped really well for the most part, but there were some people that didn't tip that well, and I was like, well, we all know this has nothing to do with my service, so you're just a dick. Guys, if, like, you're going out to eat on a holiday, remember that your server is not doing something fun for that holiday, and hook them up. For the love of God, don't be a cheap piece of shit. Um, So at midnight, I was literally in an Uber pool after work with my Uber driver, and I was listening to my music, duh, and I was like, Happy New Year. And he sort of just, like, glances at me. And I'm like, yeah, Happy New Year. And he turns around. He was like, me? And I was like, yeah, Happy New Year. So it was a tender moment with my Uber driver where we told each other Happy New Year. Then I went home and I put on my pizza and beer t-shirt, which I know sounds like, I'm such a cool girl. It's just my favorite t-shirt. And I put on my tutu because that's, like, one of my favorite articles of clothing. Um, And I took some dope videos and danced around my apartment a little bit. And then I went back to sleep because I had to be back at work at 7 a.m. The glamorous life that I lead. So uh, I had to come back at 7 in the morning to work brunch, which again, busy but steady. Bad tippers on New Year's Day. What the fuck? I hope it was people's like hangovers just like making their brains hazy because there's no way in hell that that many people could be bad at tipping. Get your fucking life together. So now it's 2018. And how is 2018 going so far, might you ask? Not great. (laughs) I really haven't done that much. Um, I had work on Tuesday as well. And then Wednesday, oh, yesterday, I was like, I'm going to have a great day off. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to go to spin. Then I'm going to meet my friend Tim for breakfast. It's going to be great. Um, The night before, I had like three glasses of shitty wine, so I woke up with a little bit of a headache. I do my spin class, and after I get in the car to meet up with my friend Tim, and I get nauseous, like really nauseous, and I was like, I don't know that this is a hangover. 
So I meet up with him and I'm like, hey, I'm not feeling good. He's like, every time we meet, you're hungover. I'm like, I really don't know if this is a hangover. I go and I bomb. I get back to the table. I order like hangover food. I ordered chicken and waffles. It comes out. It's the most beautiful chicken and waffles I've ever seen. It has this like shiny, like honey sriracha glaze. And it's just like, oh, looked so good. I take one bite of chicken. I look at my friend Tim. I go back into the bathroom, gag, come back. I just wasn't going to be able to eat. So like that really sucked. And then I got the chills. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, everyone at work has had this stomach bug. So fuck. So then I go home, puke the second I get home. And then I laid in bed all day watching Real Housewives reruns and like going in and out of consciousness. So not the most chic. Oh my God, I forgot too. Spin class was great. Afterwards, something fucked up happened. So at my gym, there's like these big flat screen TVs. And if you use these two hashtags, your like video of yourself at the gym or your photo of yourself at the gym is on the TV. They like scroll through a bunch of different ones. And I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the lobby talking with my friend William after we were done spinning. And I see this video of this girl in this room and she's like working out. And then at the end, she goes really... <laughs> She goes really close into the camera and the light's like aggressively hitting her face and her hair's like flopped to the side and she's super sweaty. Obviously, she was like getting it. Like she was working out hard um, and she goes to turn off the camera and as I see that, I go, oh, it's kind of a scary video. And my friend William was like, oh, and we like shuddered away from the TV. Two seconds later, that girl walks by me and goes, that was me. <laughs> and we all just look at each other terrified because like, What is the likelihood that out of all of the Chicago Athletic Club gyms, out of all the people who belong to them, which is like hundreds, thousands, I don't know, that that video would be playing when that girl was right there to hear me say that it looked kind of scary. Okay, so then I was like, oh my God, no, 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 it wasn't you, it was the angle. Because she was a cute girl, but it was like an unflattering video because who looks good when they like get in the camera and like up in the camera lens and turn off the camera. I wanted to make a workout video for that screen thingy and I wasn't brave enough to do it, which I told her, I was like, oh, I'm just not brave enough. Like you're beautiful, never change. And she was not pleased. So I was like, well, fuck, I can't go into the locker room now. She could like beat me up. So I just sat in the waiting room with William for like a good 10 minutes, just hoping that she was like gone by then. The second I go back into the locker room, she's on her way out and we cross paths again and she gives me this like horrible death stare. You guys, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. But maybe I did her a favor. Maybe she'll think twice. Like, I'm not saying that, like, if you're feeling yourself working out, post a video, by all means. But I'm a stranger. I don't know that you're standing right behind me. And I'm going to have an organic reaction to it. And maybe she'll take a cuter one next time. Maybe I did her a favor. With my luck, she's probably listening to this and is going to be like, you bitch. Oh, well. Wouldn't be the first time I alienated somebody. Mm -hmm. So that was really fucked up. And I still feel really bad about it. Okay, so now I want to tell y'all, if I have any listeners who don't live in Chicago, it is two degrees here today and that's warm it's been like below zero all week it's officially like winter and with my move to california on the horizon i'm not here for it i'm in a horrible mood all the time i uber everywhere i uber pool let's relax i honestly would rather cut my budget elsewhere like booze than not be in a car 
because I literally have to walk like 10 minutes to get to a bus stop and then I have to wait another 10 minutes and then it's not safe to be in the cold for that long. But with this cold weather comes cuffing season. Cuffing season is so real. Um, The thirst is so real. And I'm struggling because, I mean, I mentioned this in the last episode, I've really figured out like how valuable my time is. My time with my friends, my time alone. And I really don't want to waste it on fuckboys, especially because like I'm in a weird position because I know I'm going to move. So I can't really make any real connections, but I am ready for a relationship, but I can't get into a relationship with anybody here now. So I'm sort of just like killing time romance wise. And I don't really like booty calls because they make me kind of sad. So like my ideal setup is like all the fun parts of a relationship without the pressure of a relationship with someone that I actually like spending time with who's good in bed. And now you know why I've been alone for however much long. I don't think that was good English for however long, because what are, I mean, how am I going to find that? I'm still on the apps. I'm still swiping away. I'm going on a date next week. So I'm cautiously optimistic. The last date I went on was with, um, I was going to get specific and then I realized you might be listening. I went with this guy we went to this amazing restaurant and I'm not joking. It was two and a half hours of this guy talking about himself. And not, like, volleying the ball back and forth. Not being like, what about you? It was just like, well, this is my job, and these are my friends, and this is my family, and these are my connections, and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this is such a waste of an amazing meal because you're kind of the worst. And he started the date off by by being like, oh, I'm really feeling sick, and I realized I have to leave town in two weeks for three months, but, I mean, I didn't want to cancel on you. Oh, you didn't? Because I could be in Boys Town right now having a good fucking time instead of listening to your boring ass talk my fucking ear off. Get out of here. Anyway, if you are listening and you know who you are, I'm doing you a favor. Next time you go on a date, why don't you ask her about herself? Okay. So the thirst is really real. I'm hoping these dates go well. It's like kind of annoying because like I'm feeling myself body-wise for the first time in literal years and yes, it's for me, but like I feel cute in my clothes right now and I want an excuse to like get dressed up and like I, I want to enjoy the company of a hot man. I was looking at a, I think his name's Chase McNary from Bachelor Nation. I was looking at his Instagram yesterday and then he has another Instagram for his fitness brand, Left Side Lion. And I love that I know the name of his like fitness brand and not his last name. That's fucked up. Um, and I started screenshotting it and sending those photos to my friend Joe being like, I really want to fuck him. And Joe was like, I really want to fuck him too. And it was like, I was getting like hot. And I was like, it's been a minute. We need to do something about this. So basically, I don't know. Wish me luck. Keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Jesus H. Um, I've been on a hiatus from stand-up comedy. So I'm not... I'm, I'm just getting worse by the day. The culture of it has really exhausted me, which I've mentioned like a million times on this episode. Um, and the last time I went was a real bone chiller. Um, this was like beginning of November, so it's really been a while. Um, this guy starts out his set. It's an open mic, okay? It's not like a show. It's an open mic. Starts out his set by being like, uh... Can anyone tell me their favorite superhero? You. Or no, he's like, what superpower would you want? You there. And he like points at me and he's like, what superpower would you want to have? And I was like, um, I don't know. I think like telekinesis, like Carrie. And he's like, Carrie, who is that? And I was like, 
oh, it's, it's a movie. She throws people across the room with her mind and kills them. And he was like, sorry, I don't watch movies starring white women. And then this guy in the back is like, so you just don't watch movies? And he's like, whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, what about Iron Man? Uh, I want that superpower. I just want to be a rich white man who can buy my powers. And he goes, you know what? I'm not even going to tell the joke because you ruined it. Holy fuck. I was like, uh, okay, and I did my set, which was a storytelling set, and I had never done that before, and it's really hard, and I bombed. And after that, I was just like, I'm exhausted. I need a minute. I need a whiskey, and I need a minute. So I had, like, three whiskeys, and I've taken, like, two months of a minute. So when I get back into that, I'll let you know. What an idiot, though. Like, don't do audience work and then be like, or I'm sorry, crowd work, as they call it, in the biz, and then be like, you didn't give me the answer I wanted. Like, roll with it, you idiot. So guys, I know I keep talking about it, which is like really annoying, but like every day I daydream about not being in this frozen tundra anymore and being in California. And I'm going to sell as much of my shit as I can. And I look around my apartment, which is pretty cute at this point, and I'm just like, holy fuck, what am I going to do with all my shit? What am I going to do with it? I don't know. Put it on let go. Any of you guys have any tips or tricks on how to get rid of a lot of your stuff? Let me know, because I know that I'm going to have to be, like, brutal about, like, I'm going to have to do that, um, what that Zen book is, that that book that's, like, the something art of tidying up, where you have to, like, hold everything and be like, does this bring me joy? I'm going to have to do that, because I have a lot of shit. And also, like, new city, new me, fresh start. I can sell it and then buy new stuff at Ikea, so that's something to look forward to. But for real, if any of you guys have any tips on how to get rid of your stuff, how to purge and not be sad about it, let me know. Hit up my, slide into my DMs. Okay, so I'm going to take a minute now to discuss Vanderpump Rules and my thoughts on it. This season is a national treasure. This season so far is giving me everything that I never knew I needed. Um, DJ James Kennedy will forever be my star. Um, I mean, a couple episodes ago, they were all talking about how the girls were, like, coming for Jax, and DJ James Kennedy just goes, oh, I love it. Like, he has these little, like, side comments that are so funny, and he, like, plays into the joke, and I just... I think he is a delight. Um, Jackson Brittany is a black, black hole. Um, and I know Jax just lost his father to cancer, and I know how horrible that is. So I'm going to not go in today as much as I would maybe like a couple weeks ago before that happened. But their relationship is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen play out on television because basically it's like he like lords over her the fact that he gave her this like D-list fame and all this money. And she doesn't acknowledge that that's clearly at least a piece of why she wants to stay in this relationship so desperately, this relationship that is so dysfunctional and totally not working. Like, she's like, I hate you! And she's, like, hitting him in the face, and he's like, shut up! And they're just, like, treating each other like human garbage. Um, I'm not going to say that they're both human garbage because that's really mean, but, like, if you're going to let yourself be treated that way and act that way, then, like, that's that's sad. Like, fix yourself. Um And then you see them over the holidays being like, we're in Kentucky and everything's fun. Let's eat all this beige food together. It's like a total disaster. I don't understand it. If they are still together and this isn't just a cover for the show, part of me is like, you deserve each other. Like, take them off the streets and just stick them together in a room so that no one else has to deal with that level of, like, crazy bullshit. And then the other part of me is like, the other part of me is like, wow, I'm deeply sad that you both think that this is the best that you can do because I'm sure you could both do way better and be much happier. It's just how I feel. It's reality TV. I have an opinion. That's how I feel. 
The other part of the narrative that I don't really get, narrative is one of Katie Maloney's favorite words. Um, they, in what world do Tom and Ariana actually have a hard time having sex regularly? Because you have two of like the hottest people that I've ever seen. And I honestly haven't always been on the Sandoval train. I've always been like, eh, he's a little metro for me. I don't really want to date a guy that's prettier than me. But like something about his swagger and his kind heart in this season, and I think last season too, has really won me over. So between like two really cool, really hot people, how are they not banging? Somebody tell me. I really hope this is just a storyline they wrote in because... I just will be deeply, deeply disturbed if two people as hot as Tom and Ariana aren't just, like, naked and boning all the time. It's like, do it for me. Do it for those of us that can't do it right now because they don't have any potential partners. Um, the Taco Bell product placement is getting mm, a little out of hand. It's like one producer heard that Katie Maloney liked Taco Bell, and then the rest of the cast just ran with it. Um, re... Jax's Taco Bell sweatshirt that he was wearing backwards while Brittany was talking about, confronting him about how he banged Faith. Um, the Taco Bell tower at Katie Maloney's bridal shower a couple of seasons ago. The Taco Bell that they got the day after their sleepover in this past week's episode. I mean, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. Someone just eat some McDonald's. Eat some McDonald's. That's what I'm going to say. Um... The other thing, too, is I think the way the Faith thing was handled was pretty gross. I think for everyone to call her, like, a thirsty hoe is kind of ridiculous when you look at the fact that, like, Brittany cheated on her ex-boyfriend with Jax in Vegas, gets home from Vegas, up and moves from Kentucky to L.A. If that's not thirsty, then I don't know what is. So, like, can we just take, like, the racist undertones out of it? Yes, it was, like, sketchy of Faith. I'm not saying she didn't want screen time. I'm not saying what she did was right. But, like... We could point fingers at every single person on this planet. So, like, let's just call it what it is. Let's just say that it was fucked up of her to sleep with Jax. Let's not call her a thirsty hoe or, like, a loose bitch or whatever the fuck they're saying. I don't think it's cool, and I think it's very antiquated. But, you know, that's just me. It's only 2018. Get it together. Um, so one of the first songs I listened to this year... I guess I'm leaving you with this because I don't really have that much to say. And I have... Guys, I have a commercial to shoot today, which never happens. I don't book enough things not to be a little nervous. So you girls nervous, but I'm really excited. I have one line. Um, anyways, I'm all about, and I mentioned this last week and I think before, the right song helping you through something. So like recently for me, it was Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato for my fitness journey. You're like, look what you made me do. And I was just like enraged at the world. Um... And the first song I listened to this year was Let the River Run by Carly Simon. And it's my, like, inspiring, like, beautiful things are on the horizon, let's get after it anthem. And I want to just invite you all to listen to it at some point today to make yourselves feel amazing. I'll give you a clip just on my way out. You guys, it's from Working Girl. This is like inspiring as fuck. Come the new Jerusalem. All right, guys, with Carly Simon in the background, I'm just going to remind you all to please, please rate and review Brown Eyed Unicorn. Um, the reviews really, really help. And if you're like listening to an episode every now and then, just subscribe because. 
next week's could be better than this week's. I mean, it definitely will be better than this week's, but in general. So make sure you're subscribing. Leave me a review. Ideally a good one, but I'll take criticism. Um, and happy new year. I'll see you all next week. Thank you for joining me. Love you. Bye.